there, and welcome to The Girl Crush. Um, I'm Christy. And I'm Margaret. So this is a little mini episode, which is also could be called the Who Are These Bitches? <laughs> a little intro and background on who we are to introduce you to the gals behind the goals. So I'm the badass bitch. <laughs> How am I? Am I not? <laughs> Can't we both be badass we bitches? We can totally be badass you, bitches. I think we're both badass bitches, Margaret. Yes. Please. Of course. Jeez. Try not to offend me like 10 seconds in. <laughs> All right? I wasn't going to say you were a basic bitch. Um, oh, I am sort of, though. I, oh, I don't mind being a basic bitch. I am a basic bitch. But I think I can be badass and basic at the same oh, time. Oh, absolutely. I really own being basic. That's true. You are very authentically and sincerely who you are. Yes. And sometimes I listen to pop music and uh, eat McDonald's. Do um, not, like, undersell the joy of McDonald's. <laughs> I, I, there's some joy there. There yeah. is. So let's go ahead, um, quick bios. I am a 33-year-old cat mom based in Portland, Oregon. Um, I'm an Oregonian, born and bred, but I just spent some time living in Denver and then Toronto, and I also lived abroad in college in Italy and in France, so I've been around while I've kept Oregon my base. Um, I'm a mental health warrior, and it's a huge part of who I am. Yes, I am a lawyer. I'm based in Spokane, Washington. I grew up in Southern California. It's a weird place. Uh, (laughs) Keeping it real here, people. I mean, clearly I thought it was weird. I ended up in Spokane. (laughs) I think some people might say Spokane is weird, too. Oh, yeah. And that's also legitimately fair. I'm kind of a closeted weirdo, so it works out. Closeted? Oh, definitely not closeted (laughs) at all. Um... The weirdo part, maybe, I mean, not closeted about being queer, maybe closeted about being a weirdo. So true. True, so true, true, true. Like, yeah. No, no, no. The queerness, that's totally open and out there. Quick bio, done. Yes. All right. So how did we meet Margaret? We met in yoga teacher training. Though, I will actually tell you, Christy will not remember this. I swear to God, we met one night before one of Christy Cole's happy yoga classes when Up Dog was still on the third floor, the very first space that it was at Yoga Yogi. Yes. Yes, you were wearing like, well, everyone wears black yoga pants and, and a red yoga top, and you're. I don't know what yoga top you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember you. No, no. And like, we, like you, we were both like waiting for the a class before to get out so we could go in. Was and I chatting? No, no one else was there. Oh, right. And I we just like said hello chatting. and stuff. No, well, of course we started chatting. Did we start chatting? Not really. I'm surprised. I know, right? <laughs> I just kind of don't think it was the right time for us to become friends. But that would be like two years before teacher training. Oh my gosh, I remember that studio too. Yeah, Yo Yo Yogi. Um, we went to yoga teacher training in 2013. 13. That was ten weeks, give or take. Ten. It was around ten weeks of biweekly, four hour. Oh, we were, we were there. So like Tuesday nights, we were there for four hours. Well, it's a 200 hour teacher training. Yeah. So there's 200 hours of yoga and or classes you have to go through. So we were together for 200 hours yes. with a group of other 20, 20 other people. Um, and that was where it all started. That is where it all started. And then we went on a road trip together. <laughs> Which we will talk about more some other time. Needless to say, it was a big goal that we set a lot of goals about. And frankly, I think we kind of crashed on all of those goals I mean I mean there was so I'm not a camper and we camped um I had like a week with my family on like a road trip funeral don't ask (laughs) 
like, and so by the time you got there, literally, like, I have family that got divorced after that week. Seriously, <laughs> yes. I didn't know that. Like, it was so bad. And so Margaret rolls in, and, like, we're friends, but, like, we'd never traveled before. Yeah. <laughs> I will say and, this. And I had hurt my wrist or something. Yeah. And I was like, we had to sleep on an air mattress. And I was just didn't want to be outside anymore. Yes. And I was done with nature. You were pretty much done with everything. <laughs> and here's the thing. For better or worse, our friendship totally survived it. We which did. was one of the good parts about that trip. Yes, like, it was. Some people, it would have been like the end of a friendship. Oh, yeah. And sure. I think it really like, it was one of the reasons I wanted to do this with you is that I knew like, yeah, when the shit gets hard, like, I'm not going to say we're always our most graceful and best selves, because we're not. We're not. <laughs> but we both deal with it and are kind to the other person. Yes, even when someone's having their worst day. Yeah. Um, we can both handle it. Yeah, and that's just like, as far as I'm concerned, when you are going to do something big and scary with someone else, and I don't care what that is, marriage, yes. a podcast, they're essentially the same thing. Right? Are we getting married? Yeah. Um... Then the whole point of it is to do it with someone who you trust and you know is going to be kind and forgiving to you. So true. So true. So um, let's go to the background of why we know what we're talking about here, about goal crushing. Um, so why do you know about goal crushing, Margaret? I don't know. How have <laughs> I ever learned about goal crushing? Yes, tell me. So... I think probably for the first like 25, maybe even 28 years of my life, I just achieved all of this stuff without putting a lot of... You're just naturally talented. Yeah, and I'm not going to say I didn't set goals because I did. I set mm-hmm. goals to, you know, do really well in high school, get into college, to graduate from college. You're very intelligent as well. Yes. Like, I'm smart, but like, you're that, like, book intelligent. Yeah. And you're a lawyer. Like, you can read something and take, like... Five million views on it, and I'm like, "What?" I remember we did a food cart challenge, just like small oh. story, small story, and we got like the sheet of instructions on like where to go and what to do, and there was like um, something we needed to take a picture with at one of the stops, and it ended up only being at one, but we saw it. And we're like, "Do you need to take a picture?" And you were like, "No, there's multiple," and there wasn't, but you were like, "Oh, the language on this sheet." I probably fought with them too. (laughs) Uses the word that makes it seem like this thing is going to be in three different places. And I was like, oh, you're right. But I never would have caught that. (laughs) I don't know. Like what? You're just intelligent. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's the thing is a lot of academics came easily to me Mm -hmm. for a long time, which I frankly sometimes wish they had been harder. So I had learned... (laughs) I know, this sounds weird. Oh, shut up. But I I wish I had learned how to be more conscious and intentional in my achievements. Yeah. Because that was the thing is I was achieving a lot of stuff without... Success is not always the best teacher. No, no, it really isn't. And so um, after college, I lost a lot of weight. And that was really intentional. I joined Weight Watchers. I tracked. Mm -hmm. I was very conscientious and intentional. And that was one of the first times where I really like succeeded in doing something that was hard and did not come naturally to me Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and then uh after law school I worked at Lululemon and Lulu's all about goal setting Mm -hmm. and it was really very very interesting it was the first time I started thinking about like why do I want this what do I want how do I go and get it Mm -hmm. it was all stuff I'd been doing naturally for my whole life and but 
to try to make it intentional. And I looked back at that like weight loss memory that had been like six years before that and thought, oh, I know I can do this. I did it. I needed Weight Watchers to give me that like structure mm-hmm. and really then took what I learned from that experience in Lulu and started giving myself goals. I feel like it probably, you've crushed a lot of big goals before even Lululemon. Yeah. I feel like you've probably just been doing it in a little bit less structured way yeah and not knowing that there was that intentionality exactly yeah I think that was the thing is like I set a lot of intentions go to law school pass the bar exam and I did all of those things Mm -hmm. and I did frankly set goals and break it down study schedules prioritization all of these things but I didn't always understand what I was doing it came naturally it came naturally so it did not come naturally to me I am, we're very opposite. Yes. I think this, there's balance here. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. So how success <laughs> came easily to you. I learned a lot from failure. Um, I've struggled with depression for most of my adult life. I think I first got diagnosed um, when I was like 15. When you don't even know how you feel. Like yeah. You don't even know how, what feeling good is supposed to feel like. You don't know what you're supposed to feel like. And okay. I was very, very sad. Um, and unable to be happy for a very long time. I was on antidepressants, I was on Adderall, I was on marijuana and alcohol. (laughs) I was on anything I could get my hands on. And um, it took me a lot of time to realize, through a lot of trial and error, that I needed goals in my life to maintain a healthy mental state. I um, started setting goals around habits um, when I was younger, but I didn't understand that they had an impact on my mental health. And I didn't understand how the things we do make us feel a certain (laughs) way. God, saying it sounds so ridiculous. But um, I had to learn that. I had to learn that very in very hard ways. I failed out of college. I was like living at home with my parents. I had really, you know, unhealthy habits with drugs and alcohol and people, food, all of that. And um, eventually I realized that I needed more and I wanted more. So I started um, setting goals around, you know, graduating from college. And then I started setting goals around um, physical health. And I started realizing and achieving these goals. And I realized that through the actions of actually accomplishing things helped support my mental health. Yes. That I I was miserable and I wasn't doing well in school, right? But it was almost like once I started doing the things that needed to be done to be doing well in school, all of a sudden... Those supported me feeling better. And that's really rolled into like my adult life as well. Um, so now I know that like I have to set lots of little, little, little goals in my everyday life to support my mental health. I have to make sure I take enough showers in a week. Like I have to say, oh, I have a goal of taking three showers this week. But I love that you know that and you own it and you're authentic about the fact that like that's a goal you need to set. Yes, I really have to and I have to set. So things that people don't have set goals around at all. I have to to even just maintain a good baseline. And I have to make sure I, um, you know, do my chores as well. Those daily, weekly, 
life chores because I know that when um, I'm not feeling good mentally and emotionally, it's visible in my surroundings. If I look like shit, (laughs) which I take really a lot of pride in sort of my appearance. I like getting dressed up and I like being cute. Um, If I'm not, you know there's something wrong. Because I've also set up goals around sort of just hygiene Mm -hmm. that need to be in place to feel good. And so that's really the baseline of me for setting goals was to battle depression. Now that I've done those baselines and really been, I've created a world where I do support my mental health, then it's like the bigger stuff. I've been able to move on to larger goals around like creativity and um, just self-actualization, hopefully, in the theme of things, to be truly happy and a full-filled, full-hearted, wholehearted person. I'm able to set goals around travel and I set a goal to sort of like move to a new city and I did it. I set goals around my career and so I've been able to take the um, very necessary skills of goal setting that I needed to just live, (laughs) to really stay alive and into a much more fun place where I'm able to build upon my life. So that's where all of my goal setting comes from. And I think that's the thing about goals is they may start in your personal life and expand into your professional. They may start in your professional, expand into your personal. But you said it, like once you start achieving goals, they have this way of multiplying and... Snowballing. Yes, for sure. You know? Yeah. And it doesn't matter where you start, whether it's you are learning to like do laundry for the first time or maybe you just don't know how to cope with your life or you're just like oh I just need something to focus on it you you don't need help taking a shower (laughs) yeah but I mean setting a goal like to be more creative maybe you've always wanted to be a writer and your goal is to like write a certain number of words every day yeah it's goals are about for me at least their motivation to get started and stay on a path towards a end point that I want to reach and I think that's the thing that we're doing here with the goal crush we just we want to share our goals with you, and we want to share the ways that we have learned to go about crushing them. Yeah. So we, what's your main goal with the goal crush? We want what's to, your main goal for the goal crush? I want this to be a creative and fulfilling endeavor. That's so good. It's a little broad, but yes. I want to show that it's possible. I want to show people and share the skills that I've built um, in a way that makes um, living your best life accessible yes, to everyone and that, you know, to be a goal crusher, you don't have to want to travel the globe or um, be a CEO yeah. or any of those things. But that like there's setting goals in your daily life can make your everyday better. And that's exactly it. I want, I, and I truly believe that we, you and I can do this and help some other people crush their own goals right so i hope that there was a little insight there (laughs) to you guys about the gals behind the goals that's us me christy and me margaret and we're so happy to have you here um check out our full um set of episodes on any podcast provider you have you can always follow us on social media at, on Instagram, Twitter, or Pinterest at The Goal Crush. We also have a blog, thegoalcrush.com, where we put up show notes and other posts about our 
goals and the things we've been accomplishing. And you can always leave us a review on iTunes. It's a great way to let us know that you're out there listening to us and it helps us out a lot. Yes, and follow us on social media. Again, I'll say it at The Goal Crush. And you can send us a DM there at any time. Um, We'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye, guys.